Woo! Guys, back-to-back comics. Shane Moss was last week, and this week we've got local favorite. Uh, he won, you guys. He won the Pitch Awards Best Local Stand-Up Comic and guest of the show, Aaron Scarborough. Uh, it was great to have him back on to catch up. Uh, I haven't talked to him in about a year, and a lot's changed in a year, as you guys uh, obviously can tell. And I wanted to kind of catch up on where the state of comedy is, stand-up comedy here in the Kansas City area, talk about his painting. And really, guys, we just talked about life. Like, uh, we did laugh, of course, but we, we got, you know, we talked about some good stuff. And uh, other than to congratulate him on being the best stand-up in Kansas City, according to the pitch, I also want to talk about his podcast. He's been doing a podcast called Scarby Q. S-C-A-R-B-Y-Q. All one word. You can find that. Search that. And then you can find him, bad underscore Aaron underscore Scarborough. And that's it. You guys know him already. He's a friend of the show. He's been here before. We've done this song and dance. And uh, let's get to know Aaron a little bit better and, uh, and, and enjoy. Episode, I don't even know what number we're at. It doesn't matter. Boom, schlock, boom. Follow us all. Like us all. Subscribe. All that good stuff. That's it. Enjoy. Welcome to the In Talk Podcast. We'll know topic is off. Now here's your host, my daddy, and Roy the Soul. Thank you for coming to the In Talk Podcast. Boom, schlock, boom. In three, two, one. It is fun to write jokes uh, when your when your mind is slightly altered. Yeah, can be. Do you have a particular drug that you've ever used that kind of sparked something that was like, oh wow, that's definitely from the drug. Right. Did you ever have like a cocaine fused night oh, and just man. had like rattling off nonstop joke after joke and like Dude. I only would have came because I was you know. I mean, blowing I, lines all evening and I, Yeah. <laughs> no, I've never been the type, like, so I don't drink anymore, but when I did drink, like, that was when I used cocaine. Cause it, <laughs> it just, I, I loved alcohol and I loved getting drunk so much that, uh, you know, if I, if the opportunity arose to make the li- the night last longer, <laughs> then I Why took not? that every time. And, you know, I've never sought out cocaine during the day but uh it it, dude coke is like it it is just a complete i understand why people get addicted to it because it is the funnest time and you think that it's a good time it's a good time dude you think that everything you have to say is the most interesting (laughs) you know i i i just when i'm on coke which it hasn't been for years and hopefully will never be again but (laughs) <laughs> I just I, I hope so too. It, right. Yeah, yeah. For you. Um <clears throat> I I can't even imagine in in you know cuz like in this climate uh and just the way things are now where you can't really do much anyway. Uh I just can't even, I think coke would be a horrible time. Can you imagine being in of quarantine COVID? and just like having all the coke you wanted? Like that would be horrible. Well, I don't think the kind of guy that's going out and getting a bunch of coke is the kind of guy that's going to quarantine himself. No. You know, he's out there. You know, there's stuff going on, man. Right. 
There's uh, there's. I mean, Kansas City's not at least in Kansas City. Kansas City's not shut down. Um, I went to John's Big Deck for the uh, not the Super Bowl, obviously, because mm-hmm. that's today, but the previous one, the champion NFC right. and AFC Championship. It was packed. Yeah, packed. They're, and they're not social distancing. They're not marking off no. tables like, all right, this table nobody can sit at, but this one you can. It's every table is asshole to elbow. I mean, it was like pre. Yeah. I took a Instagram video and was like, yo, this is like pre-COVID. Right. I mean, people have a mask, but not when they're sitting down. Like no. you, they barely have it when they're off. Dude, around. if people are gonna drink, people are gonna drink. And I know, like, if if I was still a drinker, like I I would be the worst. Uh, about that right now i just i would not care i would be at the bar every night that i possibly could because i i crave that that social mm-hmm. you know interaction you did when you drank but now you don't no i'm i've like i've really kind of become like it's it's hard to get me out of my uh painting studio right now you know mm-hmm. i spend that's the only way i can stay sane i i go in yeah. i paint all day, and then, you know, I, I've been lucky enough to get work at the um, comedy club of KC and the improv, so I, you know, I perform at those places as much as possible, and that, you know, that that uh, fulfills my need for performance and, and seeing people, but yeah, I don't I don't go to parties and stuff right now or, or anything. Staying pretty safe for the most part? It's not purposely even, safe. Or you know, it, it's not even a safety thing. I don't think if it was about safety, I wouldn't be performing. Okay, yeah. You know, I didn't know if you were like even doing that. Like just, hey, everybody stay six feet away from me. I'm just going to go up there, do my jokes and get the hell out of here. Right. I'm not, uh, you know, I I've given up on like if someone's going to shake my hand. Uh, I'm so much of a Midwestern boy that 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 the need to. Uh, not feel rude yeah. outweighs my my <laughs> desire to not die, you know. Yeah, uh, like I'm gonna shake hands. Like if if I I don't I I'm not the one to instigate it, but I'm gonna <laughs> you know. It's it's also just reactionary. I mean, we've been doing it our whole lives. Just instinctual. If someone puts a hand out to you, automatically reach for it. Dude, yeah. Do you remember like? Because last time I was here, it was like a, almost a year ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan Tricky? Yeah. Mm-hmm. My last weekend performing before everything shut down was in March. Mm-hmm. And I remember there was a... Um, I was in Arkansas at a club, and the feature act uh, was from Texas. And I remember it was just the right before shit hit the fan. And... When I met this guy, like I instinctually, I reached out to shake his hand, and he kind of, you know, he backed off. Oh, the Texas guy—that's surprising that a Texas well, guy would be. Yeah, and I just remember thinking, <clears throat> dude, what a rude pussy, you know? <laughs> like, like, because it had not sunk in that this was a real deal. Because um, we like uh, think of all the diseases and and, and stuff that we've been. Um, warned about over the years and i'd never took any of that seriously i never researched any any disease like that mm-hmm. i've it, it never phased me i never thought anything like this could happen but i know this is groundbreaking new important uh <laughs> discussion I, a year I, into this I, I know i think it's great it's um <clears throat> it's what's going on right now i think a year ago i think there was kind of 
when it first hit, everyone's talking about it, of course. Mm-hmm. And then for a while, people are still talking about it. It's like, all right, enough of it. But now I think that time has passed. Is now that we've had enough time, we can kind of look at we were at where we were a year ago in this roller coaster that we've been on with this. Like, mm-hmm. it's 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 been a interesting. I don't know what to call it. Not experiment, but almost it's been a weird social experiment. Yeah, I mean, a paranoid. You know, I at risk of sounding paranoid. I guess. Uh, you know, there is part of me that's like, what if? What if this is all a? You know, not that. Like, I I don't think that this. I haven't uh, researched it enough. Like, and don't don't take my words uh, seriously at all. But I might. Yeah, I know you. You might. I'm but, a sucker, right? Like I'm, I can be duped into anything. I'm I not worried to... about what you think. I'm worried about what human beings think when they hear this. Um, but yeah, I like. I just I wonder what things would be like uh, had this not happened, and I there's no question that everything that happened last year was used to politically. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm not even saying that it shouldn't have been like I know politics are cutthroat and uh, something had to be done about the guy in the White House uh, and and everything. But it's just it's going to be interesting to see now that the Democrats have have uh, uh, seized control of of uh, the whole thing, basically, you know, it's it doesn't pay anymore to over exaggerate what's going on mm-hmm. you know and i'm not like I, i'm not one of those like i'm not a QAnon, you know right wing like wacko um but <clears throat> i think you'd have to be crazy to think that certain things weren't blown out of proportion uh oh 100 and weaponized to you know get rid of trump and i'm glad he's gone mm-hmm. but uh yeah, it, it does. Yeah, it was scary. It is scary when you see that, and of course, you can you can justify the means because how mean Trump is on Twitter mm-hmm. and shit. Let's get rid of this guy. Yeah, whatever. That's fine, but it, but really, you shouldn't be justifying those means because it can be it can be it can happen to anybody. When you saw everything that was like just we're in a strange time because mm-hmm. this really exposed a lot of the corruption. Yeah, and not just government, but big tech. Oh, you have Facebook censoring stuff before the election and and then just censoring mainly conservatives, like just wiping them out. But now some some liberal type sites are starting to get censored now, too. And they're like, oh, shit, like, you know, yeah, you got to be careful if you're on the left and you want to make you want to let's we got to ban these Nazis. We can't have these Mm -hmm. Nazi talks on here. Well, they're coming for you, too. You might just because you like it censored now. It's coming for you, too. Like, you got to have shit open and free and. A lot of this stuff's been exposed, and it's, dude, it's not yeah. weird time, I, man. I would, I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, if you if you still don't think that uh, uh, big tech or whatever you want to call it uh, doesn't control our lives, oh. like, I mean, they're dude, they they're in charge. They are absolutely in charge. They're in and charge, they and, and we love it. Yeah. We love it as yeah. a species. We love it. Look right. at us. What kind of phone you got right there? <clears throat> oh yeah. <laughs> um, 
yeah, I'm I'm completely addicted to social media. Yeah. I don't I don't really have a life life without it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we love the way we even love the way they take up our time with ads. Yeah, ads are just you, you're taking up my time when I look at your ad, but right. we're even okay with it because they're they're gearing it towards us. Right. Oh, I saw that. I, I was just googling some watches the other day because I'm in the mood for a new watch, mm-hmm. and it was one Google for one watch, and all of a sudden now it just I, when I scroll on certain whatever, all of a sudden all these watch ads come up. Yeah. I'm like, ah. Uh, yeah, that's, I mean, I, there's, but do you see a solution for any of this? I, cause I don't, I don't know. I do, but it's not, yeah, I do. I see it. <clears throat> uh, man, I don't know if about the solution is the right word for it, but we're going to need an event. Yeah. That's the only way it's going to have to have an actual reset button. It's going to have to be a solar flare that takes out. <laughs> A lot of technology. Right. You know, we're, God forbid, some kind of war or terrorist attack. That would Uh suck. That would suck. I mean, it would all suck. Because in order to stop going on this path that we're on as humans, Mm -hmm. we need a reset. We need a meteor. Right. We need need a, uh, we don't need, but something would have to be, you know, like a a real pandemic. Right. This was nothing. This could have been a real pandemic. Free like a black plague type hardcore, just really killing like yeah. What they feared this was going to be at first, even worse. Like this could have been a pandemic that wiped out. I don't know. Who even knows? But still, wouldn't have wiped out technology, right? I don't know, man. The <clears throat> unless it was real crazy, unless it started wiping out. Like, could you imagine if this thing was like wiping out thirty or forty percent of people? Yeah. Including kids. What would happen to society then? Shit, people would break down and like just isolate themselves, right? And just try to live off, like it'd be. Well, yeah, I mean. Maybe. This, uh, what I find interesting is If you want any of this coffee at any point, just let me know. Okay. Do you have another mug out? I do have. I brought a mug down here for you. I might, you know what? Yeah, let's, let's gamble a little bit. Yeah. I've. I, I told Ryan before we started that I've I've had an you know uh, like a criminal amount of coffee already today and I'm I'm worried but it's not too strong yeah um, black okay yeah yeah because I do have cream and sugar dude that's so. something that like I uh <clears throat> so I got on medication a couple of years ago and. Uh, the one of the side effects of of the medication that I take is that it dries me out. Uh, so I kind of quit drinking coffee, but I started drinking those Bang Energy drinks. Really? Yeah. Like, and it got to where I was like over like those aren't good for you. No, they're horrible. <laughs> and especially because they're like a pre workout technically, and I'm someone who never works out, and so it would just. I, I don't know psychologically what's wrong with me, why I would do that to myself, but <laughs> I got, I did, like, I got seriously addicted to them, and it, you know, it just would make my heart pound, right. and, um, yeah, I'm lucky that it didn't, it, it, you know, it didn't kill me, because um, that, that would be, let's be honest, that's one of the lamest ways to kill yourself if you're gonna... I accidentally kill yourself. Yeah. Might be kind of a baller way to go out if you're trying to commit suicide. Dude, here's the... Suicide I mean, by bang. Right. 
but I would be so disappointed if I overdosed on such a douchey drink. Yeah. You know, when I could have died, <laughs> you know, doing cocaine or something. Like, yeah. that would be so fucked up. Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, you'd, you'd have to, and you'd have to do it, like, as a statement. Like, right. Fuck you, bang. You, like, destroyed my family. Yeah. You destroyed my life. <laughs> I'm going to, like, kill myself on your energy drinks to make right. sure, like, that's my ultimate. I'm the bang fuck savior. You. <laughs> yeah, and I'm going to get you taken off the market. The bang Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Bang martyr. <laughs> I can't even fathom, like, a lamer way. Because, you know, rock stars and, and stuff, they, they die, like, on drugs and, and or shooting themselves, which is badass. But you are you know, thrown on them, thrown up on themselves. Yeah, Ugh, that's not. Even yeah, Aaron on. died drinking a pre by drinking a pre workout, but not working by drinking out. twelve bang energy drinks in the matter yeah. of an hour. Yeah, <laughs> like what's lamer than that? He he choked on some hummus or something. You know, he ch- he choked on quinoa. Well, there was uh, or, Mama Cass. Mama Cass? You know Mama Cass? No. Well, well, Mama Cass is just how you might picture her. Think of a big old fat southern woman with a moo-moo. Okay. Think of that woman. Uh-huh. She died choking on a ham sandwich. Did she? Sure did. Was she a celebrity? Did, like, is no, there no, a I reason think... why we're talking about her? No, I don't know. She She's just, just like, she was famous woman, for... Just a big fat woman that died on a ham, ham on, sandwich. On a ham sandwich. Wasn't a salad. <clears throat> That is horrifying. Like, people die from choking on stupid stuff. You know like, why people die on choking? Why? They're embarrassed. Yeah, I could see that. Doctors. They've found doctors that have died in their office because they were choking to death because they were too they embarrassed to get it. help. They were trying yeah. to give themselves a Heimlich or something. Dude, that is so how I'm going to go out. Like, that- I, It's a fear of mine. It almost happened to me once. It almost happened to me. And the same thing I mean, I was too afraid to ask for help. Mm-hmm. I was looking. I was in a cafeteria, in a mall cafeteria, uh-huh. choking on a Chicago-style hot dog, waiting yeah. on my mom. Took too big of a bite. It's hot dogs. It's always <laughs> hot dogs. Took too big of a bite, swallowed it, and it just it got lodged right, yeah. right there. And it wouldn't go up or down. I'm like, I'm freaking out. Yeah. You know, making all the... Uh, Looking, I'm looking around, but I'm not asking for anybody for help because yeah. it's like it's kind of in shock. But you are kind of embarrassed. Like I, I, I can't let people know I'm choking. That's embarrassing. Right. Why? No, save my life, dude. I would so. <laughs> if you are to choke on something, though, wouldn't you much rather die? Like go out eating a hot dog than you know because hot dogs, like they, I, I don't uh-uh, care what you say. They are delicious. They're uh, so good. I love Chicago dogs. I know, I realize that they're disgusting, like because of what goes in them or whatever, mm-hmm. and they make you fat. But I would so much rather go out uh, with a hot dog in my throat than quinoa or something. No, see, I'm the opposite, man. <clears throat> that is too phallic. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd be like I mean that's a <laughs> funny way to die. You know. I don't want to die funny. I I I don't I I would rather die funny than you don't want to die embarrassing funny like uh, you don't want to be infamous. <laughs> what would be funnier though, like uh, you know, dying on with a hot dog in your throat? Or, I'd rather go out and bang energies than a fucking hot dog. Than a, dude, you know? I would not like. <laughs> That's a toss up, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what would be like. A funny way to die. What's a good funny way to die? You know what I always used to think about 
because uh, I, you know, like a couple of years ago, well, I, I've only been driving again for like a year, and everyone thinks that I, uh, you know, got a DUI or something. I, I never, I never drove drunk at all. In fact, I quit driving uh, because I created a life for myself where I could pretty much be drunk all the time <laughs> you know and and just not have to worry about it i you're a I real made piece of shit could, weren't I, you yeah i was <laughs> i was you remember picking me up like yeah yeah uh but i so i used to walk around north kansas city mm-hmm. uh with my um my beats by dre headphones oh, like those, those were my pride and joy and uh you know they're noise canceling you can't hear anything i would listen to everything full blast so i figured like and this was before all cops were bad, too. But I, I would think about, like, what if a cop wants to talk to me or something? I don't hear him. You know, I'm just walking down the street, and, and then, you know, I don't stop, and they just shoot me. I used to think about that all the time. Um, which, that would be, I mean, that would be kind of, apart from the the specifics of the situation, it would be kind of badass to to go out that way. But I, I, you know, do you ever start a sentence and you're like, by the time I'm done with this sentence, I'm, I'm going to be in dangerous territory. I'm, yeah, Yeah. we can move on from that. Yeah. So what would be like a funny way to die? There are good ways to die in different ways, of course. But is there like, can you think of where you would laugh? But like, not because funny, stupid, but just funny. Like what a good way to die. Like, yeah. Like absurd. Um, hmm. I mean, most of my ideas c- come from choking right now. Just different things to choke on. Sure. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. There's, is there a f- I, boy? If anybody listening has any ideas, shoot me some ideas of a funny way to die. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I've been been on kind of a been talking about death a lot lately had a psychic on last week and she was talking about near-death experiences uh-huh. and i've been watching a couple of near-death things on youtube yeah i you know i i think that if you can remain level-headed it's like it's a lot of fun to talk about death but you know, yeah, I mean, it, it can run the gambit of emotions, right? It can, mm-hmm. it can fill you with anxiety, or it can fill you with fear, or or excitement, or curiosity. Yeah, it's, it's. I think most people probably tend to kind of ignore it. Yeah, well, yeah, it's. Um, you know, I think it's pretty natural to just uh, procrastinate on on processing that you're going to die. You know, it's the one thing we all procrastinate, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm a procrastinator with everything. Yeah, I mean, you know, we we think about, uh, you know, we know in the back of our mind that that time's going to run out eventually. But like, I I don't want to think about that till I'm, you know, at least in my forties. You're not in your forties yet. No, you know that. God damn it, dude. (laughs) I so I. I struggle with, um, like, especially in the past year, you know, I, I have, my weight has fluctuated, like, like back and forth, like 20 pounds, you know, Okay. a million That's times. That's significant. 20 pounds shows. Yeah. 
No, it does for sure. Like I, I think in the summer I was down to one, uh, like eighty four. That's and good. You're pretty tall for that. That's a good weight for your yeah height. I, it's close. Yeah, it's close to where I should be. But I, uh, when the pandemic started, I coped by, um, like I, I got back into ice cream out of mm. nowhere, you know. And I found this there at uh, CVS. They sell these pints of uh, Bluebell Cookie Two Step, which is uh, uh, cookie dough and Oreo cookies in the same pint. And I would have like one of those every night and just didn't think anything of it. <laughs> That's how you get fat right there. <clears throat> Dude, yeah. <laughs> it was just. That'll get you. Ice cream will get you. Yeah, I couldn't go to. It was like, I, I can't go to sleep without my Cookies ice cream. Jeez. Uh, and then, <laughs> yeah, I, I blew up like a fucking balloon. Um, and I got up over 200 again. And then I, I cut ice cream out of my diet and immediately lost like a ton of weight. Just by cutting that out, yeah. And now I'm a like a like maybe once a week ice cream. There you go. Person, you know, cut it, cut it down. Treat yourself. Mm-hmm. Earn it. Now, Earn all this pint. being said, I do. So I, um, I obviously like I have an addictive personality, and I have binge eating issues. I think. Okay. Uh, and uh, I, I, I recently have come to the realization. I'm pretty sure. You know, people always think that their their eating disorders and and whatnot come from like their upbringing, like mm-hmm. something that someone said to them or whatever. I um I have realized recently that Winnie the Pooh, like, have, do you remember the the I think the movie is called The Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. I grew it's like up a on classic. That movie. I grew yeah. up on it. It's got like several little stories within that. Um, I. I have all these things that I do, these mannerisms, and and and, and uh, like I I do the I I tap my head with my I go think 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 think, think. think. yeah <laughs> I do that um, when it's raining I say tut tut looks, it looks like, like rain. rain I do that too yeah and I I just I completely forgot where that came from I even sing the song <laughs> like I sing to my food sometimes you know like uh, I'll sing to my food I'll kind of. Uh, Riff the lyrics. Do I it's by, up by myself. down touch yeah. the ground? Yeah. Puts me Dude, in the mood. I caught mood. myself singing that. I I For said food. Exactly. <laughs> it, w- that song about he's like uh, I am short, fat, and I'm proud, proud of, of that. that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I I all these things I didn't know where they came from, but I've done them all my life. And I watched that that <laughs> Winnie the Pooh the other day. Winnie the Pooh is the biggest influence on my life, and I I had no idea. It's, it's, and it's weird, like, Winnie the Pooh. You're uh, really Christopher Robin? I don't think I'm Christopher Robin because I, I, I don't think my personality uh, aligns with Christopher Robin. You're the narrator? No, I don't, I don't think I'm the narrator. You're just Winnie the Pooh. I'm just, yeah, I literally <laughs> Winnie the Pooh. And, and he was addicted to honey. He was addicted to honey. Uh, yeah, he li- like literally he has, addicted. He, he has an personality. Eating disorder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his addiction was honey. Uh huh. Rabbit, let me get that honey off you. What do I gotta do? <laughs> yeah. 
it, you know, he's got friends and stuff, but he doesn't like his priorities are the things that he. Ingests. He's putting himself in danger. He's climbing trees, sticking his hand in beehives, <laughs> getting stung. Yeah. He doesn't. Hey, Christopher, Robin, come over. Let me borrow your shit so I can go get my fix real quick. Right. You're, he drags Christopher Robin around to get his fix. Right. I need your umbrella. Paint me up. Do, you like know, a cloud. This is all kind of coming back to me, like. A lot so of manipulation when, going on there in Winnie the Pooh's mind. Yeah, and he he's always worried like his his friends like Tigger and uh, uh, mainly Tigger like you know he'll show up at the house and it's like Piglet's his worst homeboy. night. Yeah, Piglet is not really a problem. Uh, Piglet's he, like his uh, AA sponsor, but like is a horrible AA sponsor. Yeah, he's weak. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> you know, but. Yeah, I uh, th- do. You have characters in fiction that you identify with. Hmm, that's a good question. Ah, probably just Jesus. Probably just Jesus. Okay, that's that's <laughs> <coughs> that's loaded. Um, <laughs> Heyo. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> that was uh, I I've never. These are jokes, people. Yeah, they. You know, I'm not a comic, but I try to say funny things. You, yeah, um, we don't. I think the world has enough comedy. You know, I, I don't. I'm, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a part. I think. Yeah, <laughs> I think that me? we should have stopped accepting new comics after I started. Um, but uh, I've been writing all kinds of things, man. I'm ready to go. You know who else I identify with, like to an insane level, is uh, um, Bilbo Baggins. Do you, are you familiar with you know the story of the Hobbit? And the, the Hobbit. The Lord of okay, the Rings? which one is Bilbo? Is he the so, guy with the ring? Well, so yeah, the so, main character uh, Elijah Wood. No, that's Frodo. So he, Frodo is uh, Bilbo's nephew. Okay, but Bilbo is the protagonist of the Hobbit, and uh, the reason why I identify with him. Is because he's kind of a, like, by nature, he's like a scared, um, just just kind of a wuss of a, a, a person. He's a hobbit. I know who he you're doesn't about. have He doesn't start out with any desire to uh, go on an adventure or anything like that. <laughs> um, and then in The Hobbit, like, he, he just involuntarily is, is thrown into uh, this extraordinary adventure. Uh, that changes his whole life and everything. But <clears throat> I there's a part like this is embarrassing that that you know it it makes me cry. Uh but there's a part in the Hobbit where you know he's presented with this opportunity to go on on an adventure <laughs> and he says no, of course. He loves the comfort of his own home and all that. Uh uh but he would rather stay home with his food and his, you know, the comfort of his. He lives in a hobbit hole, and there's a there's a scene in the first Hobbit movie which is wonderful. The second two are horrible, but there's a scene where he's already told them no. It's the morning after everyone crashed his house. There's all these dwarves that came and ate all his food, and they're about to go on an adventure, and he was invited, but he doesn't go. Um, but he, he just, he's sitting there amongst the comforts of his own home and he just says, you know what? Fuck it. I'm, I'm, I'm going, you know? And 
that that scene as cheesy as that is uh like i think about that scene all the time because to me that represents like me i i i see every day like i have two paths um one path is where i stay home and watch movies and and eat until i pass out mm -hmm. like that's that's i think i like that's one way my day can go. And the other day is, or the other path is the way of uncertainty and, and you know, boldness and uh, just getting out there and doing something. And uh, I think about that daily. I don't think I've ever really talked about this, uh, you know, so I'm, I'm kind of talking myself through it right now. Uh, but, yeah, that that character I just identify with. For Dude, some that's cool. Yeah. That's really cool. That's yeah. cool to have something to be able to think on and kind of motivate, get you kind of motivated or or, lo or look at, get you out of bed to take that path. Cause All I, that being said, the food usually wins. Oh, comfort <laughs> is very easy to succumb to. Yeah. Very yeah. easy, but at least you have at least a little bit of motivation to at least not succumb to the comfort, the creature comforts of, of being stuck at home all the time. Right. I mean, I, I, judging by... Just from what I know of you and watching you on social media, uh, it seems like you're staying pretty active and taking that uncertain path more yeah. often than not. Well, it, it it's like on a week by week basis. Like I I go through binge periods where I just eat until I pass out, like for a few days, you know, mm -hmm. like and I I just sleep, uh, and then eventually something will happen where I. You know, I'm like, dude, I, I have to do something. And I I do the only thing scarier uh, than, uh, you know, the prospect of failing is is just, uh, you know, being at the end of my life and being like, oh, I, I could have done something pretty cool. I, I was this close to opportunities, but oh. I decided, you know, I let the ice cream win, you know. Ooh, yeah, that's powerful. That's powerful. I need to think about that more often. Too many times, I know, I, I know I'll be on my deathbed just going, there's too many times, like, did you get, <laughs> did you really get everything you wanted out of all those fucking video games? Yeah. I, I get sucked in. Like, video games is my, that's always been my drug. Yeah. Like, like before. My roommate's like, just, like that. Oh, my God. Give me, I mean, it's always, like, I don't know. And, and, you know, again, I could probably break my childhood down to that, too. Like, your Winnie the Pooh example, I can go back to. At a very young age, uh, yeah, just impressing people with my video game skills and getting like admiration for that and, and attention from that, and be like, oh shit, if I get good at video games, yeah, 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 I get friends and and love and all that. Good That's stuff, you know? that that reminds me of booze. Like when I, the first time I found booze, because I I by nature am like a very reserved. Uh, you know, don't talk to anyone, don't risk anything type of person. But when I found booze, I was like, oh my God. Liquid like, courage. Yeah. I was like, I, I'm, I'm popular, you know, <laughs> like, uh, I'm a cool dude. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I just romanticized that forever. Yeah. And, you know, eventually <clears throat> like at the end of the day, like if I were, if, if I, uh, were the type of guy who was, um, you know, the end goal was just uh, my four hundred one k and and you know owning a house or something like that. I I would be an outrageous alcoholic still. I think um, because I I could manage uh, 
um, just having a regular job and functional and, and, alcoholic, dude, for sure. I've um, known I've known plenty of them. Yeah, it's and crazy. I, yeah, I I like partying and stuff like that, and uh, you know, but but uh, yeah, I think <laughs> I think eventually I would end up. Have you ever seen True Detective? No, really, dude, you should watch that. It's um, on a Showtime with no, it's HBO. HBO, actually. whatever. And it, the first season is wonderful. I, I I remember hearing when it first came out, it was all the rage. But I don't have HBO. Oh really, dude? I I should give you my uh, <laughs> yeah. my login. I I am the most like so <laughs> the 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 Aaron that stays in and eats ice cream. Like the the my biggest accomplishment as that character is my uh, Amazon Prime video. Uh, channel or whatever my profile because i i have everything i i allot an ungodly amount of money uh on on all that i i don't touch like most of the channels and most of the time when i watch something i fall asleep within 20 minutes yeah uh but i cannot like i'm I'm a like a digital collector on there i have all these movies that i must have like Mm -hmm. like depending on what mood i'm in like uh, i love falling asleep to space movies so like i I have all the alien movies and those are my favorite movies to fall asleep to i love science fiction i love space dude science fiction is that's my that's kind of it used to be horror was my favorite genre i think i'm a sci-fi guy now i can never get into horror it's too yeah just I don't know. Nothing scares me. Yeah. I mean, things in life certainly scare me. I had a nightmare last night. Scared me. Oh, woke me up. Oh, it was so real. Oh. What What scares you worse? You know, with horror, like the supernatural <clears throat> stuff, or or you know, home invasion type of thing, or what? What's What's your big fear? My big fear in life. Well, I, I'm talking more from a horror film perspective, you know, but. Yeah, I guess what what are your nightmares made of? Well, last night, I like I said last night I had a, a legit nightmare woke me up like uh I was, it was so weird. I don't know where it came from. I I was on a raft with my ex-wife. She was on a raft. Uh she was sitting on it with our daughter. And I was sitting next to it wasn't like a raft like a good nice raft. It was just uh-huh. a flotation flat thing. Yeah. Like a pool raft, yeah. And I'm or, swimming, and I'm swimming along, holding onto with my arm, kicking and swimming, uh-huh. powering it. And all of a sudden, uh, my ex-wife goes, "Oh, there's a sandbar coming up right there." I go, "Oh," and I let go, and turn around, and all of a sudden, my daughter falls off. She doesn't have a life jacket on, starts sinking, oh and I don't God. realize it. My ex-wife goes, "Oh my gosh!" And she jump, plunges down, but she can't go very far. I'm like, "What the fuck?" And then so I, I all I see is my daughter sinking, oh and then I need gosh. to go after, her, and then I woke up. Oh, dude. Oh, it's so real. It feels so real. Like you're right there. And it's just like, oh, I've seen, I've seen my kids die multiple times in my dreams and it just sucks. So that's my biggest fear. My biggest fear is is losing my kids to, is losing one of my kids or, you know, just something like that. Just, it's, it, it, yeah, wakes me up at night. Right. That's, I mean, that's that, uh, I think as a kid, it's like the opposite. Like you have dreams about like losing your parents, and or I did anyway. Um, I also had a recurring dream uh, when I was a child that I um, was being chased by witches. Okay. Um, and 
I so I'm not a religious guy. Uh, I, I probably would identify as uh, agnostic, um, but uh, like w- when it comes to horror movies, witchcraft for some reason just scares the hell out of me. And I don't, I you know, I don't believe in in witches or anything like that. You would like the psychic I had on a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I I I'll have to go back and listen to that because that does sound very interesting. But, uh, yeah, like the there's a horror movie. Uh, it's actually probably my favorite movie. Period. Like I I I think it's so well made. Uh, it's called Hereditary, um, and it's got Tony Collette who just gives an amazing performance. And they is it fairly new. This movie, um, it's like probably three or four years old okay. at this point. I think I've heard good things about dude. This. I saw it three times in theaters. Okay, like, oh wow, I, and it, it was because like you know I saw something, and th- at this point I was just like a big horror movie fan, and uh, I just couldn't believe that I could still see something that scared me so bad. Oh wow, you know? okay, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, movies don't. I don't get scared by movies. Dude, you know what? I the so there's I I, I don't want to spoil anything. If you're listening to this, like uh, yeah, don't spoil because I'll watch it. I, I'm dude, in, you I'll, watch I'll, it. I, yeah, I'll I'll try to get. I mean, I'll put myself in the right frame of mind to try to get scared or the reason. I'll turn the lights off. I'll watch it at nighttime. Yeah, <laughs> I you know horror movies alone. Typically, they they follow a formula that's been proven to sell. Uh, you know, and and hereditary is refreshing because they they do things in that movie like something one specific thing happens early on in the movie and you'll you'll notice when you watch it uh it's it's just something that is not supposed to happen in okay. a movie you know mm-hmm. uh especially in today's you know it, it, it's just the most shocking moment you've ever seen and it 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 sets the tone for the rest of the movie and it continuously, the situation gets worse and worse. Uh, it's, it's just horrifying. It's horrifying. Um, I think that's like, that's what I, that's what I look for in good art or anything. It's like, dude, the worst thing you can do at this point is be predictable. Yeah. I, I can't stand that. That's why I almost don't read fiction anymore. Yeah. Well, they all, yeah, they all follow a formula and stuff like that. I think that's why Game of Thrones is so cool, honestly, um, because, and I, I, I think about this often. Um, there's a book that I read when I was uh, in college, towards the end of college, and um, it's called The Unbearable Lightness of Being. I've heard of that. It it's it's like a postmodern you know classic uh it and it's honestly like it like I was I was the most obnoxious hipster you've ever met in in college um you know now I'm probably still obnoxious but for different reasons but uh the unbearable lightness not of being, to me you're not it, well I love you Aaron I I appreciate that <laughs> I love you too um but you know I I have my moments um and. I I only say this because I'm insecure about bringing up the unbearable lightness of being because if you're aware of that like culture, uh, it's almost like bringing up the arcade fire or something. You know, it's just like oh okay yeah well I've heard about this arcade um, fire. 
Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. When I was in college, that was just like the stereotypical hipster band to okay. be into. You know? Okay. I don't know. I never. I never. <clears throat> I I was never really around the hipster world or yeah. into that. I don't really I wasn't either. I thought I was the world because I was I was at Northwest Missouri State and it, that's in Maryville, so I was around a bunch of hicks and stuff like that. And I you know, uh on some level I was just trying so hard to be interesting mm-hmm. and you know Stand I, out I was a reading bit. new stuff and and uh well, just, that's just that, that trying to be where, cool. Yeah, that's and that's, I think, perfectly typical. I mean, you get that age, you're on your own, you're in college, you start learning about these new things, and your brain is not fully developed yet. So it's right. going all these different ways. Oh, this I'm gravitating towards this because it just is cool to me. Right, right. Can't help it. <clears throat> the reason I, I started talking about Unbearable Lightness, so there's a passage in that book. It, it's, it's like a romantic comedy type of book, but it's the most... Uh, um, it's it's a very negative story. It, uh, the protagonist cheats on on um, the the women that he's with. Uh, he's not a like. I'm looking character. for new books. You should check. I mean, I'm maybe write this maybe down. check it out. I, I will. I'm going to write it down and I'm going to get it. I just finished a book the other day that I didn't love. There's more than this. Yeah, is what it was called. It's about kind of simulation theory type stuff, but it wasn't great. That sounds interesting. Uh, it could have been better. Could have been a lot better. There's Go a, on. I'm there's gonna just a, write this down. Here. Well, so there's a passage uh, in Unbearable Lightness of Being, and I haven't looked it up since I read it, but it it is burned into my memory so much because I found it so interesting, and it it kind of defines how I rate good art. Okay. Um, but basically, he starts by talking about how it's sacrilegious to discuss whether or not Jesus Christ took shits. Okay. Um, and, and things of that nature, you know, anything that's, that's supposedly gross, um, but is natural. And if he was a man, you know, he, he definitely took shits. He probably masturbated, you know, all this. No, that he didn't do because he was sinless and masturbating is a sin. Well, you get what I'm saying though. Like, yeah, yeah. He took shits. It's not a sin to shit. We're not supposed to talk about it. You know, we're not supposed to talk about anything like that or or some some churches would say that. Yeah, right. Uh, so the the point being, that's uh, the author. I think his name is Milan Kandera. Uh, that's his definition of kitsch. So kitsch is like uh, it's the enemy of art. Uh, it, it, it's stuff like, you know, uh, chicks that put up live, laugh, love on their wall. Like that's, that's a good example of kitsch. Mm -hmm. So his definition of what kitsch is, is the denial of shit. That's at its simplest form. It's, it's the denial of anything bad. Close up a little bit closer for it. Oh, sorry. Sorry. There you go. It's, it's, it's just living in denial. Okay. Um, and I, I think about that with like Game of Thrones, why Game of Thrones was so popular and why it's just, I, I know that it fell off or whatever, um, as a TV show towards the, the end. But, uh, you know, we had this like fantasy world, um, but all these horrible things are happening and, you know, not, no character in Game of Thrones is just a good guy, really, you know, um, I, I, I love that about it. 
it's uh bad things happen. They don't, they don't deny that they, they, it's, it's realistic. Uh, while, you know, still having dragons and magic and Mm -hmm. stuff, there's a realism to it. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't know. That's. Do you, uh, listen to audio books or do you read? So I recently have tried listening to audiobooks for the first time um because I've I've gotten way into podcasts in the past year for some reason. Don't well, you I mean, why? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can we can get to that. Right. Uh you know, I've gotten way into uh 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 listening to spoken word and podcasts and and, and stuff. Um I recently tried cuz I, I I like uh Cormac McCarthy, the the author he you know, he wrote uh No Country for Old Men. Uh, the road, um, and I, I've always wanted to read Blood Meridian, um, but I tried listening to it. I don't retain shit when I listen to an audiobook, you know? What are you doing when you listen to it? Painting. Okay, that's probably yeah. why. Yeah. I'm trying to, yeah, like, I, because it's I... It's hard, yeah. It's important when to me to be productive, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. you know, I, I want to be doing something, but I... Yeah, you can't I, just sit there like an idiot yeah. listening to a book. right. I don't retain anything. I couldn't tell you anything about it, and I listened to, like, half of the book. Like, Ah, you know? That's too bad. That's too bad I was going to turn you on to an amazing series, book series, that would, yeah, you'd you'd really, 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 really like. Really? What is that? It's called Red Rising. Okay. That's the first book. And then it's, uh, like, the first book is basically uh, Game of Thrones meets Hunger Games. Mm Mm-hmm. And then... After that, the book, the series completely changes to more like uh, sci-fi because it's out, it's in outer space, sci-fi and political and and, and, and oh, action and like... love. It's phenomenal. It's just yeah, it's so fucking good. I've read a lot of books and it's by far my favorite. Dude, uh, what's your? Uh, do you have like like a you know your your top sci-fi movies? Uh, this one goes along with one of my top books. They did a, a movie into it from the book Sphere by okay. Michael, my, Michael Crichton. Really, the book's phenomenal. They tried with the movie, and the movie's still pretty good. I like uh-huh. the, I like that movie. Is that the guy who wrote Jurassic Park? Uh huh. Okay, he's done. A, he's done. He did ER. Mm-hmm. Did you watch that back in the day? No. Oh, that was like. Is it good? That was it. Was amazing, and that was like that was like the show. Yeah. Back in the '90s, like one of those shows that you know, Thursday nights that everyone had to watch or something. Sure. Um, uh, the Martian was pretty good. I don't know. I'd have to. Th- I'd have to go through a list and, and and go through them. I can't think of any at the top of my head. You know who I've gotten into the the movies of? Uh, I think his name's Paul Verhoeven. Uh, so like Total Recall. Uh, Basic Instinct, which isn't sci-fi, but it's it's still phenomenal. I Sharon think. Stone, dude, yeah, uh, that's that's a great thriller. That is a good thriller. Yeah, I haven't watched that probably since when it first came out. I didn't. I watched it when yeah, I wasn't supposed to watch it. You know, yeah. I mean, it was like on HBO or Cinemax or something. And I was babysitting. Uh huh. And it happened to be on. I was like, oh, <laughs> Sharon Stone is <laughs> yeah. so hot. It's and apparently then- <laughs> an erotic thriller, but yeah. let's be honest, anything anything with Sharon Stone in it is erotic. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, she was so hot back in the day. She's still hot. She, yeah, she's like a goddess. Mm-hmm. Um, There's a few of them older gals like that that are still like just whoa. 
holding yeah. it together. Dude, have you ever uh, have you ever gotten into Starship Troopers? The movie? The movie? Yeah, yeah, the movie was great. The movie is wonderful. The movie was fun. That uh, was it was stupid but fun. Yeah, well, I you know it is stupid. Like there's it's goofy. Yeah, but um, if you look at it through the lens of satire, it's it's like Full Metal Jacket in space. It's I mean, and it's clearly like supposed to be that. Yeah, yeah I think they even use some of the same actors. Like oh yeah, like. Uh, it was good. I liked it, dude. I I got way into that. I've watched it like three times in the past year. Uh, yeah, it's it's basically like it, it's almost like they predicted the war in Iraq with that movie. Like if you watch it through that lens, um, that's another Paul Verhoeven. Uh, okay, that's super good. Yeah, um, you got you got all in the movie. Robocop. This, uh, he made Robocop, which is wonderful. I think. I, I it's a lot of know, people love Robocop. It's ridiculous. It's a classic eighties. Yeah. Classic eighties, really. Yeah. What more can you say? For sure. Have you ever in your uh podcast listening, have you ever listened to uh Chapo Trap House? No, why does that sound familiar though? Uh it's one of the biggest podcasts okay. uh, you know, in the in the world. Uh the reason I bring this up is because they uh, did an episode where they talked about Avatar, and I wrote off Avatar because when it came out, I was not like I I I figured I had not delved into James Cameron really. I wasn't into the Alien. Uh, well, he made Aliens uh, or Terminator or anything like that. I just knew him from Titanic, and I. I you know, I did Titanic was great. I, I never really watched Titanic at that time, and I just figured it would be something that I would hate. Have you watched it? Did you watch it since? Um, though? I I have watched as like, an adult with an open mind. I've I've watched clips of it, and, Dude, and sit like, down and watch it. I know, I it's know, fucking it's good. It's yeah. good. Well, James Cameron's the man. And <laughs> I, you know, when I listened to this uh, Chapo Trap House episode about Avatar, like I I rewatched it you know, looking at it in a different way. And I was like, dude, this is like, it's more than just a visual good movie. Mm-hmm. Like there are some profound statements and like some bold ass statements being made in this movie that aren't normally being made. And I don't want to be a hack and just like go over these talking points that they came up with, but you should watch, if you haven't watched Avatar, like I would highly recommend listening to that episode of Chapo and then, like watch the movie because it wa- is cool. <clears throat> Did you ever watch uh, Dancing with Wolves? Um, Dances with Wolves. I have Kevin Costner. I feel like I have watched that at some point. You should watch that. It's it's very similar to Avatar. Yeah. And yeah. then did you ever watch Fern Gully? You know the cartoon. I definitely version? watched that as a child, but I don't. That's remember. Avatar too. Is it? Yeah, they're yeah. all the same. Well, they're good. This is an archetype, they, you know. It's, yeah. It's a good movie, but it's it's Fern Gully and Dance with Wolves, which are great movies. And right. It is. Um, I've brought this up before on the podcast, but it's worth bringing up again because it's. I think it's fascinating. Was after like at, when Avatar came out, that was the first. I think maybe f- one of like only two movies I've watched in 3D. Uh huh. Because that came out, everybody you had to watch that one in 3D. That was like the big thing. That was like the first big 3D movie came out. That was Everyone watched, yeah. That was the thing. Um, and so I did that. What everybody did that, and it was so, the 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 colors were so bright, the world was so awesome, it was free, everything was you felt immersed. Uh, they did studies after that. There was a thing called Avatar depression, 
Really? Where people got depressed after coming out of that movie for a little bit because then they came into this world. Yeah. They got done with this being into this bright blue, That's colorful interesting. world. And then they came out and they're like, oh, Avatar Depression. Avatar Depression. Yeah. That makes sense. Like, dude, That's no how, movie yeah. looks like Avatar. How like, gangster is James Cameron to make a movie so badass he caused people depression when they left it? That's, I mean, and that guy, that guy, of course, like, has a huge ego, but, I mean, he is, he is as far as directors go, he's a shit-kicking badass who, like, when he makes a movie, you know, he, he does not make slop, you know? I had... I I recently I I've been watching the Terminator movies as well, like just just the first two. But I never watched them. By him, never got into really. Them. Never never really tried them. I've seen clips, of course, and of course aware of. I'll be back. Yeah, yeah. But I've never really watched it. It does look like it would be a good story. Mm-hmm. But I just don't know if it holds up. Does it hold up? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I yeah. I think so. It's a James Cameron film, you know. Yeah. Like he, uh, of course, like um, the special effects were uh, top notch for the time. Mm-hmm. But like you know, in Terminator Two, like the lightning and stuff, like looks pretty shitty mm-hmm. if you watch it now. But uh, no, it's it's good science fiction. Um, nice. Yeah. I, so, so we got all that from Chapo Trap House. It's called. That's the podcast, dude. That's a great show. Like now, it's the Chapo Trap House. Is? Yeah. All right. Well, now check this out. Watch this transition right here. Okay. I've been listening to a podcast called Scarbecue. Oh boy. <laughs> hey. Yeah. A little, little more competition in the Kansas City podcast scene. Yeah. How dare you? Not much though, and it's only twenty minutes. Yeah, I've been listening. We we tried to really. Hmm. Thank you. You're talking to, uh, you had uh, the Rhino manager on. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's the, uh, he produces the show, uh, Ben Went, and he is, you know, as far as audio stuff goes, like, he is uh, just a master of that. Um, and we we don't have, like, a real studio that we do it in, but it sounds like, you No, know, it sounds good. Yeah. It, it, the sound is wonderful. Um, the, it. I don't know how many episodes you've you've checked out, um, but we started that, and it was basically just like put a microphone on me mm-hmm. and let me ramble and do bits for twenty minutes. Lately, we've been kind of more talking about stuff, kind of like what we're doing right now. Yeah. It's a little bit more more evened out. It started out as a rant, um, and those episodes are are fine. It just kind of became a little bit too much. It's because- hard to do a one man. Well, the main, like, the point of my, uh, of Scarbecue, the podcast, is to, like, not wasting people's time, mm-hmm. you know? We, that's why it's 20 minutes. That's why I try to, like, I don't, um, I like this type of podcast that we're doing mm-hmm. right now, uh, but uh, I think there's, especially if you're trying to, if you're at my level, which is low man on the totem pole, uh, I I think it's a little too much to ask uh, to, you know, to get people to listen to me just kind of dick around, you know? Mm. Um, I think 20 minutes is perfect. I think that's a great, a great, yeah, amount of minutes for a podcast. You know? Yeah. It, especially, in, it's going to sound funny, but especially in Kansas City, because when you get in your car, anywhere you go, it's going to take you 20 minutes. Yeah, that's a good so point. So it's perfect for listening in the car. Yeah. 
I I I hadn't thought about that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's weird. The people who listen to that, uh, like the following that I've kind of gained in the past year, um, has mainly come from this. Uh, I got a contract, like a, a pretty cool contract deal with an art supply company. Mm-hmm. And I went into their studio. They filmed me painting and doing like kind of a Bob I've Ross type thing. I've seen some of thing. those, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that that really like gave me a bunch of new followers on Instagram and stuff like that. People who normally wouldn't right. check but you out. Right, but the weird thing is uh, because of, you know, their um, the market that I was just kind of gifted – through that it's a lot of just like bored housewives so it's it's weird to think like a lot of these people listening aren't you know like mouth breathing you know incel comics (laughs) or whatever you're not an incel you're getting laid come on no i'm just i (laughs) i'm exaggerating but you know like i i would think you know, the people who would actually listen to my podcast would be like that but it's not actually like that it's like like midwestern housewives (laughs) and you know stay-at-home moms and stuff uh which is kind of cool i think send them my way yeah (laughs) i don't care how lonely you are there are some (laughs) there are some that uh that that kind of follow everything that i do so i'm sure that uh when i you know post that that i'm on this show that uh that they'll listen and if you are one of those uh moms then subscribe to this podcast I'm your daddy. <laughs> he normally doesn't act like that. No, yes, uh, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Don't lie to him. Yeah. Don't lie to these people. I'm open, all warts and all, man. I'm, yeah. I'm so, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Good Lord. Um, yeah, it's a fun. No, I have listened to a few episodes. I haven't listened to all of them, but I subscribe and download to all of them. Yeah. I, I, that's, yeah, I listen to them. I like it. Um, I yeah, how that. fun is that? What made you want to do that just something just hey quarantine's going on like let me just start doing other shit i've always wanted to do a podcast kind of but i never wanted to uh do it do the technology (laughs) part you know yeah yeah, i know what you mean and ben offered to just produce it for me so it's like there's no reason not to and uh you know it's 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 been pretty successful for the you know for what it is Mm. and uh yeah, it's it's a way for me to kind of vent um and uh you know with lack of stage time right now it's it gives me something to kind of write for a little bit. Um so yeah, I I love it. Nice. I love doing it. You know right now we're like on the 1 year anniversary of the show at the Rhino there. So oh little, shoot. Can you see that over there? Yeah, yeah. Uh and then look at this, got your art up here. Yeah. You get to see that. Um that's not what I wanted to say, though. Brandon hates that picture. Does he? Yeah, he well, does. I love it. I, uh, I, uh, so I have a problem, you know, with when I paint people, I have, I naturally, you know, they say the camera adds 10 pounds or whatever. Oh, he thinks I, that's a little fat? He thinks he's a little fat there? Yeah, and I can see it, you know, like I, I was not kind uh, to his face, but. Well, just Now not, he can just tell people he lost weight since then. Yeah, yeah, true. You know, that's all. Yeah. I love that. I've of all you do amazing art. I've told you that a million times. That's my favorite style. That's my favorite which really? you, I love. I love when you do like that's it's just that blows me away when you do what was that charcoal or Oh, it's just pencil, graphite, graphite, but yeah, whatever the hell it is. Like, like 
Yeah, that that blows yeah. me away that that oh, you can man, do that. Thank you. I I, pre- I wish I had time to do more stuff like that. Uh, but it's like it's very time consuming to do drawings and for very little payoff. You know, mm. like a drawing won't sell for what a painting sells for. Okay. You know. Yeah. I'm I've gotten by necessity. You know, because I I pay my bills with with mainly art and then uh, a little bit of comedy, mm-hmm. uh, and so I. You know, I'm not selling pieces for uh, $2,000 or, or more than that. Uh, like, I've never sold it. Just to be clear, I, if I can tattle on myself, I've never sold a painting for $2,000. Uh, but I, you know, I do these commissions for uh, not that much money, you know. Um, and so I, to pay my bills, I have to paint fast. And it's actually a pretty good way to work because you get really good at painting fast and painting oh, yeah. well, nice. you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and also when you do commissions, like you have to paint stuff that you would never, no rational person would ever, <laughs> you know, paint. So you, you know, you develop skills that you wouldn't have if you were just doing what you want all the time. So How long does it take, uh, like if I say, hey, I want a blah, 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 how long will that take you to get delivered to somebody to get delivered i, yeah, I mean yeah. what yeah to, to so, everything, the whole process aaron this is what i want i want a picture of me doing this with that right i i mean that that can vary so much um i'm still you know uh there are still some projects that i was have supposed to have done uh by the beginning of january that i i haven't got done and stuff um but I, I find that the main thing is just communicating with people as long as you let them know, hey, I'm still working on this. This is going to be late and stuff like that. People are very generous. And they, um, you know, people aren't people aren't commissioning me to do art uh, uh, the same way that they would buy something from Wayfair or whatever. Right, right. You know? Yeah, it's yeah. Like they, it's a personal they want piece su- they understand. Yeah, yeah. They, they want to support an artist and it's it's awesome dude i remember last year when those first trump checks came out man i i made so much money because people you know people who had jobs Mm -hmm. had this guilt and thank god for it but (laughs) they were were they're like i want to put this you know somewhere where in something that i believe in and i dude i i just i made so much money nice now this round like the 600 people and also people are a little bit broke after christmas and stuff uh, it has not been as great, but yeah, I definitely noticed an uptick whenever those first. Me too. I'm a mailman. Checks came out. Everybody, <clears throat> I everybody on my road anyway spent their six hundred bucks on Amazon. Yep, that was fucking brutal, brutal. Ah, <sighs> I don't order from Amazon anymore like I used to. I used to be addicted to that big time. Yeah, every, like just else constantly is. every day of the week. Like I, I had that was back when I had a job, but. Um, so speaking of the rhino doing your podcast there mm-hmm. and stuff, um, I, I noticed that they're, they're kind of open now, like yeah. they were closed for COVID and now, now is it fully open or is it just for curbside drinks or how, how does it work right now? So you, you don't mind being a spokesperson for them, do you? I don't care, <laughs> dude. They've done so much for me. Um, but they, the rhino is, uh, they've, they've kind of revamped their, their business, uh, and it's not what it used to be. Uh, and th- I don't mean that as a bad thing, mm-hmm. but, um, they have separate businesses within that building now. So there's a, 
uh, grilled cheese uh, restaurant called Cheesy Street in the Rhino. It's like a walk-up window. You go get uh, sandwiches and stuff. And then there's a uh, there's a coffee, uh, well, post coffee. I mm-hmm. don't know if you've had their stuff, but um, they have moved into the space during the day. So during the day, it's like post coffee. You go in there and you can get your lattes or whatever. And then at night... Um, the bar is open and that's not called colony anymore. Like it used to be, it's called a cultivar. Um, as far as the other side of the rhino, I know that, you know, they're gearing up to start doing shows as soon as it's safe and, and they can do that as of right now. Um, you know, there's, there are no, uh, real like concerts and stuff going on in there. There's like a, um, there's a couple photographers who work out of there and an audio engineer. And of course, like Ben and I use that side of the, the place to record our stuff. But, um, this, you know, if you want to support that business, you can go have drinks there, uh, get coffee, okay. cheese. Nice. You know. They don't have any idea on what it means to be safe on when they can open the stage side up. Um, they, they kind of, I miss open night, man. I just, I yeah, want open yeah. mic night to come oh, back. Right. Um, well, whenever they, they've done, they've been pretty smart about, uh, what's the phrase? Keeping it close to the vest, mm-hmm. uh, on that. Um, you know, they, they hint about like, it's right around the corner and stuff like that. But I, I, and I, you know, I understand why they're like this. I don't think they want to put their foot in their mouth and, and, uh, right you know, make a promise that they can't keep. Sure. Cause there are so many people in this community who are just dying, um, for that aspect to be available again, right. especially people musicians. Live, yeah. Live like, music. People want to want uh, live music. People want to perform it. People want to watch it. Yeah. I crave it. I miss mm-hmm. it. I'm still going out when I can. There's still a few spots here and there. You can knuckleheads is stuff. open, right? I don't know. I, I know they were earlier in the year. I've never been to knuckleheads. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. It's, it's a great place to hang out. I've been to uh, this place called the Phoenix. Yeah. It, wait, that's like a jazz. Yep. Yeah. They do stuff there. Uh, they do stuff there. Is the foundation open? I don't know what that is. Like the the Mutual Musicians Foundation. Oh, it's like an 18th. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it's like. I don't think it is. I, I yeah. could be wrong, but I, I don't know for sure. Um, I know some place like Green Lady Lounge. They're not. They're open, but they're not doing live music. Oh, that sucks. Well, yeah, it does. Uh, what was the other place I saw live music? Parlor. Parlor. Parlor's doing it. Um, Man, what an unfortunate like name for a <laughs> you know a business for mainly millennials. It's like the same name as like the the free speech app or whatever. That kind of you know. I, I don't mean to go down another rabbit hole, but. You know, now when we hear parlor, we don't think of that hip cafeteria mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, I kind of still do. I, I, I've never got, I never got on parlor or, but I do know what you're talking about though. Yeah. Free speech, uh, Twitter alternative, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so what are you doing for comedy? You said you're working at a comedy club. Dude. Uh, as far as the, the two clubs, the two main clubs in town, um, you know the comedy club of KC. That's like my home club. Okay. Now, like really? I, yeah, I'm a regular there. Um, nice. They they don't have like a giant roster of comics. Oh, you uh, know, before we get into that, I hate to oh, cut you on. off, go but on. I've been meaning to say this forever. 
because I haven't officially seen, I haven't seen you face to face, but yeah. congratulations on winning. Oh, the thing. The best comic in Kansas City for the pitch. Congratulations, man. Uh, thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Um, That's amazing. That's so awesome. Like, I appreciate I, I know I congratulate you when it happened, but I want to do it face-to-face. -face. Right. Yeah, I completely forgot. I haven't had John since, but... Right. Dude, that's awesome. Well, thank you. Winner. I, a pitch winner, baby. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You are the best comic in Kansas City. Oh, my God. Um, well, first of all, I'm not. You know, I, like... Uh, I, I always feel so... Like, no matter what you say in one of these situations, you're going to come off like a dick. But you uh, won. Own it. You're not going to win next you. year. You're not going to win next year. So just take the time you're going to win it this yeah. year. <laughs> not not for any reason. Not because you're not funny. Just right. I don't think it works that way. No. It's hard to win back to back in a lot of these things. Unless right. You're like right. a giant. Except for the Chiefs. They're going to win back to back. Yeah. Um, well, uh, when is this? Gonna well, this will be in a few weeks. A few weeks. Probably okay. three weeks. I okay. got my psychic coming out tomorrow. Another comedy. You're following a comic. You're following a touring comic. This is the biggest comic oh, I've ever had on. Really? Who? Shane Moss. Shane Moss. You don't know him? I actually don't. No, he's uh, been on Rogan. Um, Can you believe I've had someone on my podcast that's been on Rogan? Yeah. No. Is he coming through town to? Is no, he doing he's the quarantined as hell? Oh, he, he was I doing gotcha. this. Uh, uh, he used to do this. He's really big into science, and he's got a podcast called Here We Now. Uh huh. Or here we are. Yeah, here we are. And it's he talks to different scientists. Right. And he did like the science comic traveling show. He went to like sixty four cities. Good lord. And just like he was through here, like and then just, you know, doing these cool science comedy shows. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's super smart, really funny, touring comic, but right now he's taking this super serious because he talks to Real scientists and epidemiologists, yeah. and he's like, I'm just doing what they're doing, and I'm just like quarantined at my yeah. parent. Like he's at, he's living with his parents right now because he's you yeah. know out of a job. He won't right. tour. Yeah, so he's basically just doing this this podcast, and then he says he's actually moving back to L.A. soon and going to do another podcast with. Uh, actually, maybe the dude. No, this other guy. But then I got a couple other guys. I think I might be having. I shouldn't say it out loud. Yeah, but I. I don't know. I have tentatively. I got a couple other comics lined up. John Caparulo, uh -huh. Chappelle, somebody. Okay, I, I forgot his last name, and then one other person. I can't remember his name. Well, that's. I, I mean, uh, you've you've done. Uh, you know, you've gotten a lot of good comics from KC. Uh, in the past year, I remember Janelle was here. Janelle's here. Me and her hit it off. Yeah. I was talking, we were talking about trying to start our own little show, yeah. uh, a YouTube channel of like going to happy hours uh -huh. around Kansas City. And that, just, that would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. But she's so busy right now. She is. Yeah. But yeah, I had her on. She's hilarious. I'm gigging with her next month. Nice. Um, that'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah. I love, I love having comics on. Yeah. I was just, I was really curious. Um, just I, I was w wanting you your insights on where the state of comedy is in Kansas City right now. Like, where are we at? Like, how? Like, is it full booked up? Like, what are shows like? Like, is it safe? Dude, um, <clears throat> so I uh, I've started. Uh, you know, I like I said, I uh, my home club and and the club that books me more than anyone is the Comedy Club of KC, and they're they're wonderful. They've, um really 
like given me so many opportunities in the past year. I got to open for uh, Jay Muse from Jay and Silent Bob. Oh, I saw your post about that. Uh, How is he? Is he cool? So I um, go on. To be honest, uh, with with Jay, I I think he's a cool guy. Um, but I did not. He's like a storyteller type. It didn't feel like working with um a regular stand-up comic, you know, because that's like my favorite thing, like hanging out in the green room mm-hmm. with these with these guys, uh, um, you know, talking about jokes and stuff like that. He um he mainly like uh he tours on his storytelling show, okay. you know, uh, and he also he takes uh he. You know, he takes the pandemic very seriously, and he he didn't want uh, openers in the green room, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, So I didn't end up talking to him at all. I I gave him a fist bump after each set, and that was it. Okay. Um, But uh, still, I mean, it was was a cool thing. Like, you know, I I got... because those shows were sold out, you know, so I I got a lot of exposure and... Nice. And and, and stuff like that, but... Yeah, um, but, you know, as far as your question about where comedy's at around town, um, I've also started working at the KC Improv, you know, I, I've done a couple weekends there in the past month or two, um, I got to do one show with, uh, Chris Porter, which was awesome, um, I don't know. He's he's from Kansas City originally. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know him. I He'd know a, who he is. If but... you could get him, that'd be an awesome guest to have. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, those these clubs, you know, they're fighting to uh, make a profit and stay alive, and they're doing a great job at it. You really? know. Okay, yeah. Good. Good. My friend uh, Dustin Kaufman over at the Comedy Club of KC. You know, that's an independent club, uh, and he. You know, it was a struggle for a little while, uh, you know, towards the beginning of the pandemic um, to uh, just make sure that they were keeping the, uh, you know, the the seats full and stuff. Mm -hmm. But he, you know, he's fought through it and they're they're uh, they're doing well. Where are both of these places located? So the Comedy Club of KC is down on 103rd and State Line. Uh, and then the Kansas City Improv is up at Barry Road, like uh, Zona Rosa. Boy, they couldn't be further apart. No, yeah, they're <laughs> now I so one's I'm, way up north, one's way down south. It takes me about twenty five minutes to get to um, Comedy Club of KC, and it takes me fifteen to get to the uh, Kansas Perfect. City Improv. Um, there's also a, a, a smaller club in uh, uh, Raytown now. It's called Legends comedy club and sports sports lounge and i haven't gotten work there yet but i went to the open mic uh like a couple weeks ago and i it, it's a fun room it's, okay how yeah, was that like how it. was the how big was the open mic compared <sighs> to the rhino because that's all i know dude i mean there's like there were uh probably like 20 comics uh you know signed up um you know it's it's a lower capacity room but it's it's more intimate you know uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I liked it. I, I, I thought it was a cool vibe and it was, it was nice. It, it's definitely different, a different scene than, uh, than the other spots in town, but I, I don't mind it. I wouldn't mind working there. I okay. think it'd be fun, but, um, 
I need to get out of town. Just I'm, I'm not talking about like just like yeah, get the hell out of here. I right. I I I would like to. There's a club in Arkansas that I get. Uh, yeah, you, know, you mentioned I, I get that work one. at a little bit. Um, mm. and I would like to go down there pretty soon. Um, not not for a long period of time. Just do a weekend, come back. But get any uh. When I first talked to you, I think when I first had you on the show, you were talking about your your lady friend. Yeah. And I said, stay away from ladies. Yeah, <laughs> right. You still with yeah. her? No. Um, you with anybody? No. Uh, you know, and and Good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Good. Uh, it, Valentine's Day is coming up. Even um, better. Yeah. Even better. You're right. saving money. All right. These bitches don't need anything. All right. <laughs> I'm kidding, ladies. I love you all. Right, right. Just not on Valentine's Day. No. Um, yeah, I haven't. I, it's not a big priority. I got mad at the apps because they kept, like, like sometimes, I know that I'm not Ryan Gosling, but sometimes these apps, you get, like, I, I don't know how they rank you or whatever. I'm sure it's fucked up, their criteria, but, like, they just... You know, like the, they'll just send like all the options that I have or the people that like me or whatever. Like Hinge is what I'm really talking about. Yeah. It's just like they send me just garbage, you know, like. And I don't mean like this isn't an attack on on these girls, but it's like like I know for a fact, like objectively, I'm too good. You're more attractive than what their app is showing. Yeah. You're like, come on, this is not my league. Like, right, I'm right. above this. Like, yeah. I might not be like playing pro ball here, but right, come on, right. I'm not. In the, yeah, I'm not in the junior varsity. And also, here. yeah, why won't they throw a guy a bone? You know, like it, it, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 well, ridiculous. Like I have personality. Like I, you know, I know I'm not like the most stable, and I don't, you know, I I I don't. Uh, uh, own a house or or anything that they like a thirty year old should probably do yeah, in Kansas no, City. Don't worry about but that. I have, dude. I have spirit, baby. You know, you got like, spirit. Well, we'll have to take a look at your profile. We can we can sauce yeah. it up a bit. It might be your profile. Yeah. You know, take pic. You got pictures of you up on stage. Yeah, you I need th- one of. They just need one of those. Let people know. Oh my god, this guy's interesting. He does stuff on stage. Need to have pictures of you. We'll have to get you like in front of like a nice car, dude. You know? you know what has changed? Like I do meet girls after shows when I perform now. Like I used because you're to making not. people laugh more. Well, yeah, I think that there's something to that. But I also used to. I'm I'm so tired of like just straight up like self depre uh, uh, self deprecative humor or whatever. You're over that. I'm tired of that. Like you're not getting laid afterwards, right? Right. Well, and it's you got like, a joke about antidepressants and your dick not working. Right. No girl's going to come up and ask you to. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, like the, if you, I know that every comics like first five minutes or whatever is just making fun of their appearance. That's like how you start, you know, Fuck, I messed up, but it's that's just not like, where I went. Right. Right. Well, you're a psychopath, but, <laughs> True. but, but you know, like I'm, I'm just, I'm tired of that type of humor. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've started, uh, my stage presence changed over the past year, which is good because I didn't write any material per se. I was super lazy with that, but I was like, I'm just gonna, you know, I'm going to get good at being on stage and uh, something shifted, and all of a sudden, like, I meet girls after the show, and that's cool. But 
uh, on an app, you can't really, you know, if, if I were a girl and I was swiping through and I saw some guy like, you know, comedian or whatever, I would, I would be like, this guy's probably a fucking loser, you know? Entertainer. Like, yeah, yeah, this guy. That's what you put on there. Don't put comedian, put entertainer, professional entertainer. (sighs) Sure. But. Yeah, apps are tricky. Apps are are very superficial. Yeah. And you got to do, you got to play the game, I guess. I love the apps. I can, I do pretty good on the apps. I'm sure you're a good looking dude. Thanks, man. Yeah. Uh, Also. I really just hold pictures of just. Hundreds, just holding hundred dollar bills in front of me, and they're just yeah, you know, sugar daddy, sugar daddy. <laughs> those are the texts I get. Really, um, that that probably works pretty well for. Yeah, I've noticed like, <clears throat> not not on apps per se, but but uh, just in life, the older I look, you know, the more I age or whatever, the less bullshit I put up with. Uh, not, or how do I put this? People just naturally treat you with more respect around here it, the older you are and the older you look or whatever. I've I've just noticed that as the years go by, the less people, like, just fuck with me, you know? <laughs> okay. And it's not for, like, I, I'm still, like, there's no consequences to fucking with me. I'm not going to lash out or whatever, but... Mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. Do you find that, like, because you're a little bit older than me, not much... Uh, but you know, do you think people just naturally give you a little bit more respect, more of a benefit of the doubt? I don't know. Honestly, like picture for some reason you have to hang out outside of, uh, a business, Mm -hmm. you know, when you're a young guy, especially if you look like a skateboarder or something like, you know, the chances that someone's gonna, someone who works there is going to come out and be like, what are you doing or whatever? Oh, sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, like yeah. There's, you yeah, just, yeah. As people get older, you give them the benefit of the doubt, especially if they don't, you know. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's why now is the time that I do all of my stealing and shoplifting. Yeah. <laughs> you never expect it from a That's, 41-year-old clean-cut guy walking his daughter through the store. I just pocket shit. All can give me some beef jerky. You yeah. Know. I don't really do that. I just... I've never had the balls to actually like steal something. I morally I would not feel anything if I if oh, if I did steal something from Walmart or whatever. I hate Walmart. I don't think that they're good. You know, I wouldn't I I don't see any moral reason to not steal from Walmart. You should um, just do it. Just do a candy bar. They can't chase you. Right. Once you get past the door, they can't do anything. <sighs> yeah. Just do a candy bar. Just get a little rush. You're not bar. gonna get in trouble. Yeah. Like, look, I'm, I'm, I'm. How old are you? Twenty six. Right. I'm twenty six. It's just a candy bar. I just wanted, to, you know, steal my, a candy bar. Yeah. Give it to a homeless person. That, no, then you're doing no, something good. No, eat it. You're not Robin Hood. Yeah. It's just a candy bar. You're not changing the world. Right. <laughs> you're doing it for a rush. Enjoy that candy bar. You earned it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, on that note, let's end it. Let's end it. Everybody, go, go shoplift. Every I, th- I'm going to end this with I, my challenge to all of my listeners out there. And I don't know if this is legal or not. Let's just hypothetically say. I don't know it's not hypothetical anymore. I think everybody should go out there and try and steal something this week. Yeah, from Walmart. No, I'm not going to say Do it say for your where. community. Just, just one candy bar. Yeah. Post a picture of it. That would be, that, that would be pretty gangster. That would be pretty gangster. Yeah. Do that and then storm the Capitol. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Aaron, where can people find you? 
Uh, just go to my Instagram. You? That's all I care about. That's that's the base of everything that I do. Uh, so it's bad underscore Aaron underscore Scarborough, which is S C A R B R O U G H. Uh, and yeah, just go there. You'll you know talk to me or whatever. You know, you give him work. some love, ladies. He's single again. Yeah, don't get tied down again. Just focus on your career. I don't think uh, I don't think I could get tied down if I wanted to. I think that you know, like the when I I'm at an age where if I meet someone, you know they if they want to even pursue any sort of relationship, it's very sh- a very short amount of time before they figure out like, oh, this is not someone that uh, I'm going to be able to settle down with within a number of couple you know a couple years and and stuff like that. I've is just, that what happened? Is that why you guys broke up? No, no, not. I mean, like it's it's complicated, but that's the story of every relationship that I have in this season of my life. Yeah. It's like, go back. Oh, this is not. <laughs> yeah, this is not stability and safety. <laughs> I think and, I and said those like exact that. words to you the first podcast. <laughs> right. Go back and listen. Yeah, to and it. I was probably like, "Fuck <laughs> you." I'm this one's love. different. She likes me. I, she knows. I'm like, just yeah. wait, dude. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right again. Right again. <laughs> I'm sometimes right. People hate yeah. me, but yeah. That's it, man. Okay. That was fun. Bad yeah. Aaron Scarborough, everybody. Go follow him. Yeah. Follow me if you like. Neander Talk Pod. That's it. Bye. Bye.